just go ahead and uh, mention that uh, Christmas Eve uh, is Sunday, uh, Christmas Eve. And um, Pastor, would you run this back to Sister Griselda? I forgot to give that to her. Um, Christmas Eve uh, will be a Sunday morning, and that will be our candlelight communion service. And so uh, it'll probably be about an hour or less. And so that is, I know it's Christmas Eve, and a lot of times families are doing things. But if you could come together uh, just for that one hour and uh, have a time, we'll be singing Christmas carols, and uh, we'll have communion together, and uh, have a time of uh, just reflection and and, and gratefulness, remembrance. And uh, listen, I just think that you would want to have a birthday, celebrate a birthday without honoring whose birthday it is. Amen? And so uh, December the 20th will be a great celebration of a birthday. I will be celebrating 56 years. That just don't even seem right, does it? I don't feel a day over 60. (laughs) And if I didn't put some brown in my hair, I'd look 70. But I think I'm going to keep it brown until I... I want to talk to you today about the ox and the donkey. Now, don't start looking around. (laughs) He's talking to you today. If you have your Bibles turned this morning to the book of Isaiah, we're we're getting our hearts, we're getting uh, our spirits just in this spirit of of, of thankfulness, uh, a heart of gratitude. And uh, this is going to be a wonderful week. Many of you are going to be... uh, shopping and cooking and of course you know uh brother david and freddie they're gonna you know they're gonna be keeping their heads down because you know they're looking for big turkeys y'all they need to be careful this week uh listen we're gonna cook we're gonna eat until we're miserable stuff we're gonna take a nap we're gonna watch football it's it's just all the traditions that you do But we're not going to forget who we're thankful to. Because the majority of the world forget. They get caught up in the fun and the situations and the family and the friends. And they forget who made it all possible. Why are we here today? Who woke you up this morning? Who breathed the breath into your lungs this morning that allows you to say praise the Lord? Who is it? We've got to remember. Now, there are those who remember. We find in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter number 1 and verse number 3. Listen to this. This is the New Living. Even... As ox knows its owner, and a donkey recognizes its master's care. But Israel doesn't know its master. My people don't recognize 
my care for them. Listen to that. Even an ox knows its owner. And a donkey recognizes its master's care. But Israel doesn't know its master. My people don't recognize my care for them. You know, many have said that this is a commentary by God on how His people are ungrateful. Not thankful for the blessings that He gives. But I want us this year, 2023, Thanksgiving, I want us to make sure that we are more thankful than a donkey and an ox. If the animals, if creation can worship the Creator, if we don't, the Bible says that the rocks will cry out. And I don't know about you, but I don't want a rock to take my place. I want to give Him the praise and honor. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know if you've ever worked with a draft animal. I don't know if you've ever plowed behind an ox or if you've ever uh, pulled a cart with a donkey. I haven't, personally. I've ridden a donkey. I've pastored a few. Oh, no, no. I didn't say that. I, <laughs> I didn't say that. But let's just talk about, just in case you don't know, let's talk about these animals. An ox is a male bovine, a bull. Trained as a, a draft animal, a work animal. This oxen are they're commonly castrated so that they're more docile and, and, and just, just very uh, uh, lazy uh, in their demeanor, but they are strong. An ox can pull its body weight or more. And they'll weigh anywhere from 1,500 to 3,000 pounds. And they can work all day pulling plows and wagons and all over the world they use these oxen. For over, for thousands, it's 4,000 B.C. Humans have uh, uh, domesticated and used these oxen for plowing, for transport, for carts, uh, for powering machines to grind grain, for irrigation systems and, and, and all kind of things that they use them for, to, to drag logs through the forest. They're hooked up to these uh, yokes and they're used. They're taught to respond to sim, sim, uh, signals. The teamster or the ox driver. They use verbal commands and body commands and they're reinforced with a goad or a whip or a long pole. They, some of the examples that uh, have it, this would be for both animals. Uh, if they want to go back, they, they would, you know, just say back. And they would back up. They would say, gee. they turn to the right. Giddy up. And it would go. Haw. Anybody know what haw is? Left. How about Whoa. Out in the Amish country, instead of stop signs, it says, whoa. No, I'm just kidding. There's a man who went to buy a donkey, and he got on the donkey, and he wanted to ride, and he said, giddy up, nothing. Go, nothing. Kicked it, nothing. And the, the, the owner come out and said, I'm sorry, sir, this is a Christian donkey. 
He said, if you want it to go, you say, thank you, Jesus. He'll go. If you want to stop, you say, praise the Lord. He'll stop. The man said, okay. And so he said, thank you, Jesus. And boom, that donkey took off. And I mean, he is flying. And they're coming right at a cliff. And he's hollering, stop, whoa. And donkey's not stopping. And finally, right at the last minute, he remembered and said, praise the Lord. And uh, the donkey stopped right on the edge of the cliff. The man wiped his brow and said, thank you, Jesus. Oxen can pull heavy loads for long periods of time, more than horses. And so, even though they're slower, they're, they're stronger, and the oxen are used all over. Now, the donkey, hoofed mammal, uh, same family as the horse, has been domesticated for over 5,000 or more years, uh, more than even the uh, Oxen, I mean, all over Africa, all over, they, they use these donkeys everywhere you go. Uh, they're cheaper than any other laborer. And they, oh, there's over 40 million donkeys today in the world used as pack animals or draft animals. But they have a notorious reputation of having what kind of demeanor? Stubborn. They have a strong sense of self-preservation and more difficult to force or to frighten into doing something that it perceives dangerous. Donkeys are very, you can't identify them by their bray. Anybody know how a donkey sounds? It's not exactly a donkey, but. But it is amazing to me that God compares. He, he, he looks at some, we see some characteristics and he identifies, but he gave these animals a compliment over you and I. He said the ox and the donkey are, they're known for some specific traits and many people say men are dumb as an ox. Means that they're maybe strong and have strength, but they act really dumb. They say that donkeys are stubborn and refuse to do things even if they're beaten. Remember, remember Balaam's donkey? Numbers 22, go read that. Numbers 22. You'll find a donkey that talked. Yet here in Isaiah, he said, the donkey and the ox are smarter than my people. For the ox knows its master, and the donkey knows uh, who feeds it. They know who cares for them. They know who takes care of them. And they're more grateful than my people. Somebody say, not me. Man, God begins to compare us, and he says that we're, we're more brutish. We're dumber than these beasts, uh, that, that even the ox knows who owns them, but sometimes his people don't remember who their creator is. They don't remember who it is that wakes them up in the morning, who it is amen, that puts food on their table, and we think, oh, I did that. You didn't do it. God says the donkey knows who's providing his food, but humans are ignorant of God's care and provision. Surely, 
If the beast knows its creator, surely you and I need to know who our God is. Listen, humans down deep and through creation know. But we're good at ignoring. It was an old farmer. He decided Christmas fell on Sunday and he decided to come to church. He felt like he was doing his duty and he was a, a Christmas and an Easter attender. And he decided to go that Sunday morning and the preacher preached on Isaiah 1 3. The ox knows its owner and the donkey knows who feeds it. And after church, the farmer returned home and stood there among his cows feeding them. And one of the cows came up and began to lick his hands. The old farmers, as strong as he was, began to weep. And he said, God has done much more for me than I ever did for that cow. Yet I've never thanked him like that. My cow is far more grateful than I am. Though I only give her hay and water. He said, I must remedy this debt to God by my thanksgiving. Listen, we've got to remedy an ungrateful heart. We've got a remedy. We cannot let creation be more grateful, amen, than we are. Amen. We are created in the image of God, formed in His likeness. We have the breath of God in our lungs, yet all of His creation, amen, is more grateful than mankind sometimes. Oh, let that not be said of you and I. Amen. Listen, our hearts... Psalms, David said in Psalm 19, 1 through 3, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of His hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. There's no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Oh, I'm telling you, every time you walk outside, amen, and see the sun shining, the stars twinkling, the wind blowing, when you see the rain falling, amen, all creation is declaring His glory, amen, and all we've got to do is just acknowledge, realize this is God. God did this. Knowledge about God's reality, amen, is etched into every facet of life, yet man wants to ignore it to say that God doesn't exist but you see God in astronomy God in chemistry God in physics God in biology God in psychology every area amen man tries to disprove God yet it just proves God over and over again God is visible in all of creation if we will acknowledge it complexity to design, amen, of what God has created. It didn't just happen. You are not a product of a bang. You are not a product of evolution. For we believe in God's Word says, for God created. God said. God spoke life into existence and God 
formed man in his image and breathed his breath into man. We are God's creation. We are his handiwork. We are his masterpieces. And we are created in his image. And he loves us. And somebody just needs to acknowledge him and say, thank you. Thank you. Peter said, if we were, they were willingly ignorant, intentionally ignoring the truth. I'm telling you, we live in a world right now where man is ignoring the very truth in front of their face. Amen. The Bible says that they'll believe a lie. They are calling sin righteousness and righteousness sin light, darkness and darkness light. Amen. There is so much ignorance. There's no other thing to call it. You look at the things they're saying and they're doing and, and calling it all kind of stuff. It's ignorance. Professing themselves to be wise, they are becoming fools. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Doesn't want to acknowledge Him as God. Oh, but you and I, amen, we know there's a God in heaven that created us and He's loved us so much that He sent His Son into this world to die for us. And we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us. He has given us eternal life and He is coming again for us. We believe. Paul said, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and the wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For although they knew God, would you listen? Though they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. I'm going to tell you, when you stop being grateful and thankful, amen, you begin to lose your light. You begin to be darkened. You begin, amen, to lose sight of God and His creation and who He is and His goodness. I'm telling you, we've got to every day be grateful. To strike God from our lives is like striking the sun out of the solar system. Wrapping the universe in darkness and chaos. Let's keep God as the center. Let's let Him shine. Do, do we deny our parents? Do we deny the ones that created us in this natural form? How can we say, well, yeah, I, I have parents. They, they you know, we're, I, I'm not where I'm from. Yet we deny the Creator God, our Heavenly Father. Come on, let's acknowledge today. Let's don't let our hearts be darkened. Hey, man, let's go out of our way to express thanks Let's be grateful for not just the big things, but the little things. Everything. What did the Scripture say? In all things.
things. Give thanks. Oh, come on. In all things. It was a missionary travel to India. And he was, he was traveling through the city. He stopped to speak to a man beside the road. He talked to him for a while and he traveled on. He had left him a few pages of the Bible in his language. The Indian man read those scriptures and he heard God's word and saw God's love for him and he accepted Jesus as his Savior. Glorious, born again, and he was so grateful to that missionary who had told him and left him that scripture. He was so grateful that he went to where the missionary had walked and he got down and measured his footprint. He then proceeded to make his craft. He was making shoes and he made some leather moxicans, some shoes in the size of this missionary. But then he traveled 200 miles to where the missionary was to give him these shoes. The missionary was so moved by this gift, but more by the distance that he traveled just to say thank you. Just to show gratitude for doing what God had called him to do. For a life changed. A destiny changed. A family changed. How far out of our way will we go to say thank you to somebody? Who in our family needs Jesus? When we sat around the table this year, who at that table doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? Who needs Jesus? Who is struggling in their life with habits and addictions? Who is bound by sin? Who needs loving? Are we going to ignore? Are we going to stop and give thanks to God? Not worrying? You say, well, my, there, I have a family that don't believe. That don't, that don't matter. Amy has a, a good friend. She has befriended for quite some time that doesn't believe. She's an agnostic. She doesn't go as far as atheists, but Amy went to her house, and they, they, they get together, they do things together, and she calls Amy her favorite Christian. She'll tell, people, she'll tell people, she's my favorite Christian. She went to her house, and the lady told her, she said, y'all, you know I don't, she said, but you can pray if you want to. And so Amy did. But she didn't do it silently. But see, we, how, how are you going to treat people who, are, who don't believe? Do you condemn them? Do, you just be a light to them. You love them. They are God's creation. Whether they believe in God or not, God believes in them. 
We don't force Jesus on anyone. We love them and we pray for them. And we ask God to reveal His love. But the way He's going to do it is through you and I. Don't be ashamed. Don't hide your light under a bushel. Let your light shine. I'm telling you, I'm going to be around a table Thanksgiving. And I'm telling you, I'm around a table with people who need Jesus. All that group right there. Your worship leader and youth pastor and my sister and brother. I'm going to be around that table and they need Jesus. And guess what? Their pastor needs Jesus as much as any of us. And we're going to pray. And we're going to be thankful for that big old turkey Johnny's going to smoke. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we sometimes, don't we take each other for granted? You know, I talked to you last week about all the things people do around the church and how did we not say thank you. Did, did you tell Sister Joan thank you this morning for the donut? Or did you forget? You know? All the stuff that don't just happen. Let's look Go on your job this week. Why don't you tell your boss thank you? You say, oh, you don't know my boss. Did, you, you, you might blow his mind. You might make his day. Not many people tells the bosses, because you know those of them there have to hard and they gotta do their job and they gotta get things going, and not everybody says thank you. But find somebody, maybe that's hard to thank, and thank them anyway. Let's let's let Jesus shine through us. Let's be grateful. Let's don't let the ox and the donkey be smarter than us. Hee-haw? Can I get a big hee-haw? <laughs> it was Charles Dickens that said that we are somewhat mixed up here in America. He told an audience, instead of having one day of Thanksgiving each year, we should have 364. And we should use that one day for complaining and griping. And use the other 364 to thank God every day for the blessings that He has given us. Wouldn't that be good? And we could just have one day of griping and complaining instead of just one day of thankfulness. Come on, let's Open our hearts. Elias, would you come, please? Today, I don't know what's in your heart. You don't know what's in my heart. I don't know how grateful you are. You know, there are people whose just their nature uh, is to, to be grateful and thankful. They can have all other kind of issues. Through the years, we've seen teenagers. It was always Josh, our nephew, Johnny, Jill's son, that we would go to camps, we would go to all kind of stuff, and he would give us fits a lot of times in a lot of areas. But he was the first one to come to us and tell us thank you 
for going out to eat, for taking them to camp. He would give us fits, and then he would come, thank you for taking me to camp. And we were thinking, I'm not taking you next year, but then we would. Because he was always so thankful. Man, I want to be that way. I can cause the Lord fits, cause him all kind of trouble. But man, I want to come back and say, thank you. Thank you for still accepting me and loving you, even though I acted that way. Thank you for still loving me because I said that, did that. You see, you're his child. He loves you. Every parent here knows. You go, we go into this Christmas season and you work hard, save that money. You buy that special gift that your child's been begging for. And when they open it, and parents, we need to begin to teach them this when they're tiny. Can't wait till they're teenagers. We've got to teach people to be grateful and thankful. Because I'm telling you, we've all experienced it. Where we gave them that gift and they got it, they opened it, looked at it. Either just put it down or just got up and went to the room and never said thank you. And I'm telling you, as a parent, it just gets you right here. And then we've all had those times to where we've given them that gift. Maybe it wasn't what they exactly what they wanted or the best or the most expensive or whatever. And then they looked at us and said, thank you. It melts your heart as a parent. Our Heavenly Father. Oh, well, He knows. It's not the point. He wants to hear it. Just like you and I love to hear it from our children, He loves to hear it from His children. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for creating all of this beautiful world for me to enjoy. Thank you for creating my friends and my family. Thank you for my job, for my finances, for my health. Thank you for my struggles that are making me strong, making me who I am. Thank you for the breath in my lungs to... Say, praise the Lord. To say, I love you. Thank you for loving me so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to pay for the penalty of my sins I couldn't pay. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for loving me, for forgiving me, Thank you for salvation, the greatest gift for eternal life. Thank you that you're preparing the place in heaven for me. Thank you that when I die, I know I'm going to spend eternity with you. Thank you.
thank you. Lord, let me be thankful for every little thing, big thing, good thing, bad thing. In all things, let me be thankful that you're working in my life. This morning, could we stand all over this building? Could you take a moment to close your eyes and just think of some things to say thank you for? What do you have that you're thankful for? Just tell the Lord, thank you for my spouse. Thank you for my children. Thank you for the shoes on my feet. Thank you for my car that I drove to church in today. Thank you for the house that covers me and keeps me out of the rain. Thank you that I have food on my table. Thank you for a church to come to and to worship. Thank you for a church family that loves me just the way that I am. Thank you. Thank you.
This morning, would you say with me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you would give your life for mine. Jesus, today, I give my whole life to you. I dedicate my heart, my soul, my mind, my abilities. I give you my faults, my failures, and my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Be the Lord of my life. Today, I'm grateful. I'm thankful that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I declare I will let my light shine in this dark world to my friends, to my family. And I will not let an ox or a donkey give you more praise than me. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give him a big hand clap. Oh, give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Lord above. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, His Son. Oh, give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Lord above. Give thanks because He's given. Jesus Christ, His Son. Father, we're going to be grateful to you this week and every week and every day of our life. And we ask you to forgive us for our ungratefulness. This week, let us be overwhelmed with your goodness. Let your goodness chase us down. But Lord, I'm going to stop running. And I'm going to let you catch me. I'm going to let your mercy and your grace overtake me. Your goodness surround me. And I'm going to be a blessing to my family, a blessing to my co-workers, a blessing to those at Walmart, a blessing to those at the grocery store. And Lord, as the world gets in panic and pandemonium, I'm going to stand with the peace of God, with the joy of the Lord, with a smile on my face, love in my heart and I'm going to be a blessing that I say thank you 
In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We want to, I'll close out and bless you this morning. Pastor's struggling a little bit with his voice. And because uh, he's had to holler at Doris all the way in Columbia. That's a long way. We want to pray for Sister Doris. She's going to undergo some major dental surgery on Wednesday. They've been doing a lot of prep work. And so uh, remember her in prayer that everything goes well and she has a speedy recovery. And uh, remember, uh, be blessed. No, no, no Tuesday morning prayer, no Wednesday night service. We'll come back together next Sunday morning. And, man, we're going to have a glorious time as we transition into our Christmas season. And uh, this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy uh, all the, the, the fun and the food and your family. And let your light shine for Jesus. Amen. Come on, receive the blessing today. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord cause his face to shine upon thee. The Lord be gracious unto thee. Lord, I thank you for a good mind. I'm only 56. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord cause his face to shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Father, today I put the name of Jesus upon your people and I call them blessed going out and coming in. In Jesus' name, amen.